What's up, guys? This is Geo. Listening to Geek vs. Geek, please visit our Facebook page for donation recommendations and other ways you can contribute to the show. Look us up, Geek vs. Geek, on Facebook. Thank you. And I'm Bug. Welcome to episode 41 of Geek vs. Geek. What's up, man? Not a whole lot, man. I feel like I just talked to you. You <laughs> we were. <laughs> All right, so um, Supreme Court shot down Biden's gun confiscation um, plan. Which Tell my thought was, my thought was, why the hell couldn't they have done this during the Obama administration? But okay. Well, there wasn't any gun confiscation program going on. Well, um, the other thing is too. I wish we could play clips. But um, this, will fool, eventually. this fool does not know what the hell he's talking about to begin with. Yeah, man. I mean, he gets on. Um, he gets on TV and he's like, "Well, we need to get we need to get rid of uh, all um, all semi uh, all automatic semi automatic weapons." Basically, what you're saying is, you need, we need to get rid of all guns. You know. The hell with you know people trying to protect themselves from the idiot. If you live in California, I don't know how you don't own one, especially right now. If you live in San Francisco and the surrounding area, because they ain't gonna po- prosecute crap. <laughs> I mean, I'd I'd be packing everywhere I went like if I lived in California. 
I mean, it, it's just unreal. And you've got to, you ever notice that our illustrious president, Mr. Resident, uh, you, you notice that I only want to talk to him when he's standing in front of Air Force, uh, Air Force One or Marine One, and he's got the helicopter spinning in the background to where the reporters can barely understand him in case he says yeah. something stupid. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe we're talking about Biden. I mean, has nobody ever noticed that? How come nobody has questioned okay, why? Because the media is not going to question him about anything. He's the, uh, you know, he's the holier than thou. Don't question anything, you know. He's the media darling. And that's just the way it is. And then, to top it all off, because this is a big deal, Homeboy is supposed to be going to the uh, to the border this weekend. That is going to be one of the biggest jokes. <laughs> it's already a joke, man. I mean, my Wasn't God. It, what, didn't we talk about that app that he did? He yeah, he, um, he, he went up, was having a press conference or something the other day. And this is his grand, this is his grand plan, grand plan for immigration, right? Yeah. You can't come into the country unless you have an iPhone or an Android phone and you download this app and you have to register on the app. And once you register on the app, you can, uh, you can come in and work for two years. Yeah. And after that, two years, what? Then what? Yeah. He didn't, he didn't expound about that. You know, I guess that was his grand plan for path to citizenship. Oh, you know what? Two mm. years from now, there's a presidential election. <laughs> well, I mean, I am convinced, after looking at all this for quite some time, basically mm. what they're all what they're trying to do is, not only are they trying to get votes, they're trying to make Americans that were actually born here the minority. Yeah, don't be careful with that because you know um, we kind of when Europeans came over, we kind of did that to the uh, to the Native Americans. Yeah, and you think we would have learned our lesson about shit? But my philosophy on that is the Indian the Indian tribes across this country uh, battled each other. Okay, so it wasn't like there's this grand, peaceful fucking, you know, who just stayed on their farmland and, and yeah, no, it wasn't like that. They were constantly killing each other over the very thing we came and took. Okay, so there's that, and then um, I'm kind of done living in the past. Like I'm over slavery, um, and it could be argued, well, Scotch or Caucasian, so of course you don't, you know. I've studied it. I understand the history of it. I'm just, I just don't think we're going to heal from it if we keep if we keep reliving it and dwelling on it. Okay, well, like, I mean, I'm totally opposed can... to these civil war reenactments. I I totally don't fucking understand the point. You know, it's like um, only way I, those make sense if <coughs> is if it's actual battle. In other words, you don't follow the the historical results. You just kind of go in there and fucking battle. And if South wins that battle, it wins that battle, regardless of history. Because, you know, I know people that 
maybe I think they I don't think they still do, but they used to do the Gettysburg reenactment every year, dress up and act part and this that and other thing. Only because they're from the north and the north won. So they like revisiting their win every year, you know. And meanwhile, the South is fucking ignorant and we sleep with our cousins and fuck you, you're racist, you know. And I know very few racist people. Yeah, they're out there, but I mean I know black people that are racist too. So but very few. It's, it's you know, I know very few racist people, period. It's you funny know. about that particular on that one for just a moment. Every time you turn on the news lately, everything, it doesn't matter what it is. If they don't like oh, it's racist. Well, I and you know, since I've converted, you know, I went full on constitutionalist. You know, I used to be a, uh, I used to be an independent, you know, where I could vote Democrat or vote Republican based on who I thought was the best person. Um, but now I'm just like, if you're not for the Constitution strictly, um, I really don't have any use for you. Um, you know, you're, as far as your politics goes, we can disagree, but you're just going to be wrong because this country was founded on the Constitution and it's held up for 247 years. And uh, I really don't see any need to go against it, and I certainly don't see any need to change it. Uh, what we need to do is follow it more closely, okay? Um, so you can call me conservative because most conservatives believe in the Constitution, but uh, I will not be called a Republican or a Democrat ever in my life. Um, I will never vote Democrat or progressive ever again. Um, it will be a constitutionalist conservative um, or nothing. The Democrats, in the last, ever since Trump was elected, showed their whole entire ass. And it's embarrassing. It's disgusting. And it, it lit up a dark room in my world. And I really see Democrat people for who they really are. People who vote Democrat and Democrat politicians... I realize what they do. They accuse other people of what they are guilty of. And it's like, um, it's like you started to think about what Democrats have accomplished. First of all, Republican freed the slaves. All right. We don't want to talk about that. Um, slavery was Alabama ended slavery in 1818. I didn't know that till the other day. And I've studied Alabama history. Um, they did it. Um, they had a hard time outlawing slavery entirely, but what they were able to do was outlaw the importation of new slaves. So um, they did what they could do. And that was 1818. That's years before the Civil War. So I'm tired of people talking about the South being fucking racist and this, that, and other thing. When the Democrats fucking invented the Ku Klux Klan and, uh, you know, the, the worst civil rights era in our in our history was under the administration of a Democrat, Johnson. Um, so, I mean, it's like once I realized Republicans weren't the bad guys, you know, and so as politics go, now there's Republicans that are in office right now that need to get the fuck out, okay? And yeah, when you, can't, when you can't even decide, they have spent... I don't know, an ungodly well, amount of I'm, time. I'm, I'm glad McCarthy didn't get fucking elected. Uh, I don't know who's going to, but he does. He has no business being Speaker in the House. 
Mm. I mean, I'm, I'm just sorry. He's not. He's not. He's one of those Republicans that need to get the fuck out. Okay. On that black dude, I'm actually rooting for, him, but I don't think he's gonna get it. And some folks are throwing Trump's name in in the hat, and I'm like, no, because he's got to be president in two years. So, um, which uh, I think if if we if everything works out right, it will actually be a landslide like they predicted the last time. Well, you gotta understand they're gonna cheat. So. If you can, if you can get, you know, I mean. Everybody seems to think, well, if you just get Pelosi out, if you get no, that's not it's not the problem. She's <laughs> Pelosi's part of the out. Part of the problem, yes, but she wasn't the entire problem. She was at the thorn in the foot of the problem. I mean, you've got entirely too many people who are in it for themselves. They don't care about the constitu- their constituents. No, man, it's what can you do for me? How much money can I? You know, Trump was the only president that went, that came out of his presidency worth less than he did when he went in. He's the only president in history to come out worth less than he did, than he was worth when he came in. I mean, they had to get the Supreme Court to give, he, he, nobody said anything about, the only people griping about his tax returns, which I did, I look at that. Okay. All people gripe about his tax returns were Democrats. Why can't mm-hmm. we see his? Why can't we see his his stuff? Blah 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 blah. And then they finally, after he done left office, get to look at his tax. And I don't know. I was looking at stuff going. So, I mean, he he's not right. Any- well, here's the thing. I I can break that down because I've. I've talked to my dad about it and we I've I've come up with a um I've come up with an understanding of what's going on there. Okay. In their mind, Trump is so bad, so evil, they can't imagine there not being something in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they went after his taxes. They were so focused. Oh, I just know there's something bad in there. Orange man bad. Orange man. Orange man. Orange, 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 orange. Uh, they could not possibly fathom that, hey, maybe there wasn't anything in there, okay? Trump knew this all along. They're his taxes, okay? He could easily hand them over and wouldn't have been worried about it. So you got to ask yourself, why did Trump allow this to go through all the way to the Supreme Court? Do you have an answer? Because I have the answer. Um, actually, I'm, I, I, I'm actually surprised it did because I'm like, why? it actually did cross my mind. I'm like, why? He could have just handed these things over and shut right, everybody right. up. Be- you know. because, right, because he knew there was nothing there, right? Mm-hmm. This is why he let it go all the way to the Supreme Court. Okay, now we have Trump's taxes. There's nothing there. But we have a ca- we have a precedent-setting case before the Supreme Court, okay? So now let's take a look at Joe Biden's tax returns. Let's take a look at Hunter Biden's tax returns because, hey— we have a precedent-setting case here in the Supreme Court. Okay, it wasn't voluntary. It was a Supreme Court decision. So you got to do it. Which if you're gonna, which if if I, that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, if you're gonna make him do it, then every everybody's got to do yeah, it. Yeah, every, everybody has an ele- Every time we have an election, if you're yep. running, especially if you're running for the highest office in the land, yep. fork him over. Yep, <laughs> and that's exactly what he wanted. Because he knew he was cool. He knew there wasn't nothing in his taxes that was a problem. But everybody else backfired like a mug. 
That's what's going on there. And that's what you have to know about Trump. That's the game Trump plays. Okay. <laughs> it's not that he resisted because he had something to hide. He had a strategy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, and then, of course, everybody's talking about Hunter Biden and they're going to go after him and stuff. No, they're not. I don't know. I'm kind of cynical like you, where I feel like mm, same old, same old, just different names. I mean, if they didn't go after Hillary, what makes them think they're going to go after Biden? Because Hillary, Hillary's, go yeah. Hillary's too powerful. I mean, Hillary I mean, li- literally has a trail of bodies going all the way back to Arkansas. I know. And we could talk about how that's conspiracy theory and all this, but I... I went down a fucking rabbit hole and I was like, oh my fucking God, this this is true. I looked at the list and then I checked it against a lot of things. And there's bodies on that list that nobody really talks about. Like the um the Arkansas teenagers that got run over by the train. I don't know if you've studied that case or not. That's I, tied to the Clintons. Yeah. I briefly That's kind I remember, of where it started. I remember when you said I remember you sending me stuff about it and I look into it and I'm like, wow. <laughs> so the Clinton body count to me, okay, yeah, prove it. Maybe I can't. Is does that mean it doesn't exist? No. I mean it just means that if Hillary wants you um dealt with, you'll probably get dealt with. And that Pandora's box open with Seth Rich. There's so many connections to Hillary, to the Seth, Seth Rich murder that I'm like, wow. I mean, so I where where does you know, Bill fit into all this? I wonder. Bill is a puppet. Bill was never president. <laughs> I mean, I always, know we always like wondered about that. He was never president. It was it was been Hillary from day one. That's how we should marry. Yeah, the more I dug into this, I'm like, okay, basically, like, oh yeah, you can you can do whatever you want in the White House in the Oval Office. You can have your bimbo, whatever. Because you ever notice? I got to thinking about it. Like, Hillary was never that mad about it in public. She didn't like, you know scold him or anything or you know whatever (laughs) and uh did nobody ever notice this way back in the day i mean (laughs) i'm not sure but he was you know he was bill clinton man Mm. bill clinton um but uh it's it's interesting you brought up um bodies because something you brought up on last not the last show, but the show before. Well, thirty nine. The the murders in uh, in Moscow. The Idaho, the Idaho murders. Yeah, okay. And have you been following this? Yeah, I've been following. It First, close. it was okay. It's got to be a teacher. Now it's some whacked out kid. I'm not entirely sure they got the right person. I mean, <laughs> and I mean, it's I know there's. <sighs> There was supposedly DNA evidence connecting mm-hmm. him, but that house was such a party house. I wouldn't trust DNA evidence. Um, and that that's the that's the one thing that they put down on the probable cause warrant to get his arrest was the DNA connection. So to me, that's not enough to convict 
I mean, you got to have a lot more than that. Okay, the car. I never really felt like the car was that significant in the first place. I mean, maybe I just got a bad set of information, but um, there was body cam footage from a field across from the house. And that's where they got the footage. That's where they got the idea for the car. Because the body cam footage was taken right around the same time the murders were supposedly happening. Okay. But then I learned something here recently after old, old Kohlberger, whatever his name is, uh, was arrested. That one of the survivors, there's two surviving victims. Okay. One of them came face to face with the killer, and they didn't call fucking nine one one until the next afternoon. Yeah, which means somebody. What the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on there? Why? Okay, first of all, you you heard somebody, you know, crying out for help three times. Okay, this Mm -hmm. the the girl did. And you don't. Nobody goes to investigate, or nobody. She doesn't. She doesn't call nine one one or anything like that. Okay. Mm So the third time she opens the door to kind of put her ear out and then she comes face to face with the killer who's got a mask on and he's dressed all in black. Okay. But you don't call 911 until the next afternoon, well after the bodies have been discovered. <laughs> what? Something's wrong there. I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of peculiar to me. Yeah. I know if I was a female, vulnerable, young, college age, and there was a male intruder in in my house, and I'd done heard three cries for help already. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a cell phone and I'm calling 911. I'm on 911, like, instantaneously. Mm-hmm. That's just fishy as hell to me right there. So, yeah. like I said, I'm not entirely sure they got the right guy. And if they do, I don't know, man. There's just, I ain't saying nothing. Everybody's different, but that's one hell of a bad reaction time for an intruder. Well, especially I mean, if you're a female, man. Normally, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have, but since we were talking about it the other day, I started following, you know. I yeah, it's hear, fascinating. You know, I'm like, <laughs> um, Another have, thing that's go ahead. Another thing that throws up a red flag to me is something he said when he was arrested. Um, as soon as he was arrested, the only thing he wanted first, the only thing out of his mouth was, "Is there anybody else arrested besides me?" Why would so, you ask that question? Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. As in, somebody. I can only think of two reasons. Okay, first of all, it's like, why are you arresting me? I'm innocent. You know, did you arrest anybody else? Because I'm innocent. Or I'm guilty. And did the other person you arrest who helped me rat me out? <coughs> or, you know, I've got an accomplice. Did you get both of us? Or, you know, I mean, how many people did he did he did this supposedly? He supposed there were four, there were four murders, and now they're changing the story. Okay, first they said Kaylee was the target, 
and her best friend. Right. Which what had the most stab wounds. Now they're saying the exact opposite. They're saying that the the latter two victims um, were the target. The girl, uh, the girl and the guy were murdered, and uh, they're saying that the the girl was was the target, not Kaylee. Why are you flipping your story around here? It sounds to me like you're trying to make the evidence fit the suspect instead of the suspect fitting the evidence. You know. <laughs> I just think um, I think they need to be careful because they're under national scrutiny and there's a lot of eyeballs on this case. And I understand that there's a lot of pressure to get it solved. But um, if there's somebody else involved, they they need to be finding that person. Um, I I personally think it's due to act alone. And uh, I personally. Like I said, I'm highly skeptical because they haven't they have found no knife. So and the killer would have kept a knife. Um that kind of murder, that kind of, you know, adrenaline, he's gonna want some kind of souvenir. So more than likely he's probably gonna keep that knife somewhere. They they don't have it. They don't have the knife. So Okay. That's wow. I mean, you've got no murder weapon. No murder but, weapon. But you've got a one suspect. one piece of evidence to get to connect you to the suspect. They uh, haven't said anything. Is, I was following the news on this, and it just, I, mm-hmm. I just they didn't say anything about it. Wow. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe he is the murderer. I mean, we'll see. He's not being convicted of anything, so we can't really call him guilty of anything. Um, not not the way the U.S. system works. Um, and a lot of our foreign listeners, that that's something y'all have to remember about our justice system. There's a phrase we use called innocent until proven guilty. In other words, if you're arrested, you're assumed innocent, even if you're arrested. Yeah, um, but the, you have to the proof the proof of guilt is is on the accuser. They have to prove that you're guilty. Otherwise you're innocent. But then, of course, um, back back when these these things were uh, conceived, we didn't have the court of public opinion and the internet, and you know, there was the court of public opinion. No, we didn't have the internet, but the court of public opinion has always been a thing. Yeah, you know, like public hangings and shit like that. Everybody liked a good, good hanging, good, inter- good entertainment. I've re- I've read stories about you know when hanging, you know, back in the. 1800s and so when they used to do public hangings mm-hmm. it, it was like a social event you know it was, it was like a party and um you know kid you know mm-hmm. parents would bring their kids they bring a picnic they, they they'd make a day of it you know and i just i just found that so bizarre it's a different time a different era different culture um just we won't understand it because we weren't we don't have the context of the times to surround ourselves with, you know. It's like going and watching John Wick movie. I mean, what's the difference? Um I love John Wick. I love Keanu Reeves, but but look at the violence. Look at it. I mean you know, I don't think we've changed that much. No, we would no. We would never. Nobody would ever go 
you know, unlike the movies, I don't think anybody would be capable of do of being that, you know, or, you know, lethal and you know, on a mission like that. Um, regardless of the circumstances, we're just as a society, we're not. I don't care what how you train somebody, mm-hmm. it's just not going to happen. Um, well, not. Not in a general sense, but no. I mean, you do have your occasional serial killer, and you know, mm-hmm. um, I started to watch an interview of uh, BTK's daughter. Yeah, um, when she was uh, she was on the news the other day. Um, I did not know he was so. Um, I don't know. Revered or sought after. He is not revered. Well, not revered, but I mean. Uh, she talked it at length about him, and uh, I mean maybe before they found out he was a serial killer, he was. He no people still to this day will like if somebody's doing research or something, they'll yeah. ask to talk to him, and you know he's given like several interviews and uh, books have been done is, about it. Is he on death row or no? Uh, he is, I don't know if he's actually on death row. I didn't, I haven't. Did haven't, he receive the death penalty is my question. That I do not know. Um, but the strange thing is his daughter is like, okay, well he, you know, he has realized that he's, he's, he's sick. You know, that he's a psychopath, basically. If you want to but know. He is, psych- he's come to realize this. And he's basically studying himself. He's he's um well, that's interesting. He's like trying to understand why according to her, he's trying to understand why he did the things he did. He is like examining, you know, everything he ever did. No, um, and doing you know bullshit. and doing, you know, like and people are, are like uh you know, professors will talk to him, uh Students doing research will talk to him. Um, it, it's like he's, you know, somebody that, that that they that these people talk to, and it's like really weird because his daughter's sitting there and she's saying all this stuff, and and of course the the commentator or the news person is asking her all these questions, and um, and she's like, well, yeah, he. It's like, and the whole time I'm thinking, like, okay, how come nobody ever goes to Ted Kaczynski and ask him questions? How come <laughs> they're they're afraid of the answers? That's I right. mean, <laughs> um, according to the Book of Knowledge, Mister Prater uh, is serving like 175 years, ten consecutive life, life sentences. sentences. Yeah. Yeah. So he is not on death row. Um, Dennis Rader. Okay, I said Prater. Mm. <laughs> I knew better. I just fuck up. Okay. I mean, so. he, well, the way they were talking, which I didn't go that, I don't, I remember him. Okay. Brief, all right. Know. I want to, just before you go any further, first of all, uh, everything he said about studying himself and he know it's all bullshit. Okay. First of all, if he didn't know it was wrong, why did he try to fucking hide it? 
Okay. Why did he have this second life if he didn't know there was anything wrong with him? Okay. That's like fucking um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. I got a little bit, just a teeny tiny shred of respect for Jeffrey Dahmer. Because he did one thing that no other serial killer did. He did not point fingers. He owned it once he was caught. It was like. His dad tried to get him a, an insanity defense. He's like, Dad, I'm not crazy. I knew exactly what I was doing. You know, I'm not. It was sick, but, you know, I'm not crazy. You know, because there, there, you know, there is something wrong with me, but I'm not crazy. You know, he owned that shit, you know. Um, and I think before his murder, he found Jesus. And I think he really started to feel guilty about. You know, it came to him through God, you know, just the magnitude of what he did. And I think he was genuine in trying to figure out how to sort that out. But he got murdered, and I guess he got what he had coming to him. <coughs> but um, I'm not buying the bullshit. I'm going to understand why I am. The well, one. you was, know, you know why you like this was on. Me. This was on broadcast. So, I mean, this is his daughter. So I Jeffrey, mean, he's telling his daughter that shit to save face, man. Or something. Or she's telling herself this because she's embarrassed of her father. And it's like, um, I, if my dad was a serial killer and I was in her place. I would want no part of the public spotlight whatsoever. I would. And I don't no even know why they were talking to her. It just, it just like why now, you know? Are you gonna talk over me like that, man? Is that how it Sorry. Is? <laughs> Sorry. It's all good, but anyway, I would bring no more attention to his name than I. I mean, I wouldn't contribute to that whatsoever, because I kind of feel like by defending him the way she is, that's exactly what she's doing. She's defending him. And it's indefensible. You know, he's serving his 10 life sentences. One life sentence for every fucking murder he killed. He has 10 known victims. And I studied that dude when he was still active before they knew who he was. And some of the fucking murders he did was bind, torture, kill. That that was his that was his MO. He tortured his fucking victims. So I don't know why I do this. I don't know why I like kind to of, torture kind people. Kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's a movie, um, I forget what year it is, it's a movie called Mr. Brooks with uh, Never heard of Kevin it. Costner. Oh, I love Kevin Costner. He's like, um, it's it's this crazy movie. He's like, uh, um, at one point, he's like, a, you know, he's just a mild-mannered uh, architect. But, you know, unbeknownst to his family, he's got this, he's, you know, basically has a split personality, more or less. And he goes out and he uh, kills people. And he's been getting away for it, away with it for a number of years. And uh, he meets a guy who wants to be like him or, or commit, you know. So the you know he takes him under his wing and tries to teach him and uh, he's like a re- he's also like a reporter or, or a photographer and wants to document all this stuff mm-hmm. and he, the guy like lets him do it and tries to teach him but you know the the photographer gets it in the end and you know all kinds of crazy stuff 
It's one of Costner's more interesting roles that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, he can play a good bad guy. Uh, I'll put it that way. He's a good he's a good actor, regardless. Um. But that's what that he that this movie reminded me of the BTK because on one hand he was like, you know, unassuming mild man or guy, whatever, and he's got this other life, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I didn't get. I wanted to do, if we did a show over the holidays, I was going to kind of let my thoughts be known. Uh-oh. Since all these, uh, everybody's talking about Twitter and the Twitter files and all this kind Uh-oh. of stuff. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh oh. Let me let me uh let you kids know something, you know that are uh-uh. that are just get coming into the internet. Tell tell us about it, Uncle Geo. Tell us all about it. See, the internet is supposed to be it was supposed to be these open, free sharing of ideas. It is not supposed. It was supposed to be some place where you could go and you could share information. You could get information. You could collaborate you could you know it was supposed to make stuff better Uh now instead of sharing information and collaboration all we're sitting here doing is pointing oh he said something bad he needs to be gone oh he, he you know whatever happened to freedom of speech it doesn't just extend to um what you say on the street or something you write it extends to the internet as a whole. Okay? Mm-hmm. And they, this whole crap, of, oh, you need to censor these people. You, I don't care. I mean, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a racist. I'm not a skinhead. I'm not a, you know, I don't hate any persons or creed or race or whatever. <laughs> but the, uh, regardless of what is said, whether it's good or bad, it's still free speech. You still have a right to say it, whether you agree with it or not. And as horrible as something is, it's still part of what you know makes this country great, is the ability to speak your mind. And, and all this... And to be you know, able to question your, our government. Exactly. COVID, COVID squashed that right. We weren't allowed to question any government agency. Yeah. If you, you know? did, oh, you're a racist, oh, you're this, or you're that. Or, or you're anti-vaxxer. Exactly. You know? It's like, I've got yeah. vaccines. I've, I've even had a flu shot once. Oh, like, we, have, we have to stop this flow of misinformation. How do, you, how do you determine whether it's misinformation? Who decides what yeah, is misinformation? Who, and when the information changes, who gets to decide what's right information and who's bad information? You know. In other in other words, don't do your don't do your own independent research. Believe what we say and shut up. That's why I think all this is happening now. Because they don't want people to question shit. They don't want people to say anything. They don't want people to, you know. They don't want the American people. They don't want the country. They don't want the world. To expose to, I mean, Donald Trump was kind of part of that. He's it's part of the reasons why he, they went after him so hard, and they're still going. Oh, they, after yeah, they went. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, 
Did you know, and I'm sorry this may be off subject, but I'm, I'm doing a little follow-up on some of the topics that we're covering. Uh, did you know Kevin Costner was in a Jack Ryan movie called Shadow Recruit in 2014? Yes, I've seen it. Okay. It's, it's, I don't know where, none of the movies, other than the ones that have been done that Harrison Ford was in, remotely. Did you say the name of that? Go ahead. All the movies um, that, that, except for the ones that Harrison Ford and Alec Baldwin are in, those are the only ones that follow, remotely follow the books. The rest of this, don't follow it at all. Okay, so the movie you're talking about with Kevin Costner's Mr. Brooks? Yeah. Okay. Hey, uh, keep talking for a second. I've got a, I got an emergency. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit is a decent represent. I mean, it basically just uses the characters in name only. I mean, they get some of the plot, you know, like the, some of the stuff from the books. Um. But it kind of deviates and skews off into different territory um, to where it doesn't really resemble um, anything that happens in the books, which that's the the problem nowadays is movies don't really follow books. They just kind of make their own interpretation of stuff or they remake something that doesn't need to be remade. They just can't think of an original idea. So they just redo it. Um, but that's the problem with Hollywood and why you don't, why the independent system is so valuable and the internet is so valuable because you don't need the studios. You don't need the record labels. You don't need the main, you don't need media outlets as we know it. Um, which is also, I think, one of the reasons why they're trying to destroy the internet as we know it, because they don't want um, us to know what we have access to. They don't want um, people to think for themselves. So as, as long as you, which is, this is very 1984. If you have not read that, read that book, every, it should be like required reading. For every uh, college and high school student, because it is very, very relevant. Just look at the telescreen. Believe what you are. Believe what you're told. Uh, don't question anything, because we've always been at war with Eurasia. Um, which is the whole book is basically. The entire society just believes what the government tells them. They don't question anything. They don't make it. They don't uh, look at things objectively. They're not encouraged to. Um, and we're getting dangerously close to that. Um, not everyone are sheep. There are a few wolves. And you don't want to be a sheep. Because sheep just kind of blindly follow along and don't say anything. You, um, so use the tools available to you is my encouragement. Um, 
don't just accept something because it, you know, it is what it is. No, look into it. People don't do enough research. Uh, they don't question anything. Question everything, believe nothing. That's the way I look at it. And that's a good philosophy. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I do appreciate you uh, Rambling carrying on. the load there. <laughs> uh, I had I had a blood pressure situation. Which not, I mean, I know I said it was emergency, but it wasn't that kind of emergency. It was just a, a side effect kind of thing. Um, I can't hold my bladder like I used to because my blood pressure medicine like every two hours. So I had to use the restroom, so I apologize to our audience. But uh, sounds like Geo did a good job covering for me there, and I do appreciate it. Um... I totally missed what you were saying, so I wish I could contribute. But um, um, I was I was just explaining about uh, since we were talking about Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit. Okay, yeah. It almost it almost they get they take some of the plot from the book, but then it kind of skews into. Well, I don't. Um, I think you and I talked about this the other day. I'm not entirely sure why they still give Tom Clancy a writing credit when he hadn't contributed. I mean, is because, he contributing after death or something here? Because or? because um, he created the character and it's his. That's why. Oh, okay. They own I mean, the rights. It's just kind of it's just kind of weird to me. Yeah, I mean, people <laughs> are still writing his books. Um, before his death, he was he had a co-author on his last couple of books. I just want to throw this in there, you know, um, talking about uh, Kevin Costner. Uh, this is Mr. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Has a 7.3 out of 10 on the Internet Movie Database. So, apparently it wasn't a bad movie. I thought it was a halfway decent movie. I'm going to have to watch this. And, oh, um, thank you for the... Uh... <laughs> hey, John. So you, you, I was wondering if you, when you were going to look into this. I'm not gonna watch that movie, but uh, it was really? utterly, yeah, it was utterly, it was utterly hilarious, uh, and it got a good response on Facebook. So I, I have to give you credit on that, man. <laughs> I didn't see the post, so what? Oh, uh, it was a, uh, it got quite the attention. Uh, what? Uh, my, what? <laughs> well, my friend Paul says, you know. The difference is, you know, back then it was considered a comedy. Now it'd be considered a documentary. <laughs> He's right about that. Yeah, he was. I told him he was a hundred on that, man. Uh, um, but yeah, it. Uh... <laughs> I guess we should, should we let the audience? Okay. Yesterday we were talking about movies, and we we're talking about somehow or another, Arnold Schwarzenegger got brought up. And we're talking about our sources and Danny DeVito. We're talking about, uh, oh, I know what it was. We were discussing, um, apparently there's a new DC comic in which the Joker becomes pregnant and has a son. And this isn't new territory for DC. They've done controversial, controversial stuff like this before. Um... And as far as, because we were talking about, okay, men men being pregnant. Somebody explored this in 1994. 
It's a comedy. It's called Junior. Stars Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. You want to guess which one of them carried the baby? So we're talking about Junior, the movie. Mm-hmm. And for, for the audience, we had technical difficulty. Hopefully it won't be that disruptive. I'll stitch everything together. But um, basically I lost internet connection. So apologize for that little interruption. But hopefully as you get the show, it'll be very minimal impact. Um, Somebody did not like what we were talking about, man. No, I think my VPN reset or something. It does that every now and then. So um, I just need to remember either... I don't I don't know. I don't know what happened, but um it'll get stitched together and hopefully it won't be that much of an impact. But we were talking about the movie Junior from nineteen ninety-four and today's DC comic um fiasco or obliteration, abomination, whatever. Yeah, um I caught wind of this because you posted something on Facebook about this. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, well, I've I've kind of I've been done with comic book movies for a couple of years now, for different reasons. And um, when D, when I found out DC made this story change, I was like, okay, I'm done with comic books. I guess I'm grown up now. <laughs> I mean, I used to hold that very dear. To my heart ever since I was a kid Especially DC Because I never really liked Marvel You know I've always liked Batman and Wonder Woman And Superman and all that Um But Marvel With Disney's ownership just kind of went over the top That's the only movies coming out of Hollywood You know it's, it's, You know these comic book movies I'm like yeah they're cool But I need something a little more intellectual I need something a little more down to earth. Yeah. Um, and, uh, well, I mean, as far as the comics go, um, they um, they do this every couple of years. And what they make the Joker pregnant every couple? No, of years? well, just something like that. And it depends on who's writing it. It depends on who's drawing it. Um. In particular writers and it depends on um who's in charge at the time um because these people go, these companies go through you know executives like every couple of years um and dc and marvel are not immune to woke culture um they're not no i mean for crying out loud they turned at <laughs> one point marvel Marvel decided, okay, Thor's no longer a guy. It's a woman. Uh, Miss Marvel is no longer, you know, uh, is, is now a black woman who's Muslim because we have to represent. Whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah. wait a minute. Who is this? Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. Um, okay, whoa, whoa, wait. Captain, okay, hold, hold on here. Yeah. Captain Marvel mm-hmm. used to be a dude is now a female called Miss Marvel. Yes. Am I getting this right? Is, so is a is a, a uh, African American teenager who's a Muslim. 
Uh, okay. Um, they do. They did this a couple of years ago, and Marvel kind of started this. And I remember people say, "Oh no, Thor! You know, Thor's this." And they, they'll they'll go back because comics do this crap all the time, and it's basically just let's see how far we can push our push the envelope and see what we get can get away with. Um, because I mean, Disney doesn't give a crap. Their their stock can tank, and they're they're not going to say anything. They're like, you know, the governor of Florida can take away exemptions, which he did do. And I think that's probably the only thing, and I don't know how many years that's really kind of <clears throat> impacted them in any sort of significant way, because they're one of the largest companies on the planet. Which I think there might need to be an antitrust investigation there. I mean, it, if I was a newly if I was a newly reelected President Trump, I would take a look a hard look at Disney. Well, you could say you could have said that about Microsoft back in the day. You could say that about they, Google. They, they tried to break up Microsoft. They lost the case. You could say you could say that about. Um, they're severe. I mean, Ma Bell was a, allowed to basically re reform itself, um, and I remember questioning that back in the day. Um, but they own all these properties. Um, Disney owns a lot of 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 fairy tales and other things that should be in the public domain. Should have been in the public domain for. Years, yeah, now. like like folk tales and fairy tales and stuff that have existed for hundreds of years. Um, but they, they will, <laughs> yeah, but they will, yeah. Mickey Mouse will never be in the public domain ever. Okay, I really, um, I don't have a problem with Mickey Mouse not being in the public domain because I'm not a fan of Disney. So, but uh, I mean, and Marvel, but some and, of the fairy tales that they've taken and called their own, um, yeah. like. You know, like Hansel and Gretel and Snow White, Snow White and the Seven Drawers, which um, we now know is classic Disney, but those aren't original Disney stories. You know, I mean, but my point is, as far as comics are concerned, I wasn't a big fan when when Disney bought Marvel or Marvel bought uh, Disney bought Marvel. I should say. I always want to get that conflated. At first, I was like, oh, crap. But for the most part, they left Marvel alone. It was kind of independent. And the minute they started, the movie started doing good, they just took over. And all this weird crap started happening. Well, look what they did to Star Wars. Yeah, they are... They... We're going to run it into the ground unless unless the fans just went, ugh, we're tired of it. Stop. And you know the fans ruin the fans ruin it for for me. I mean it got to the point it's gotten to the point now to where I saw the first couple of films that they put out um just to see what it was gonna be. But after watching the first two films that they put out, I was like, okay, the original trilogy is all I need to need to have. And that's all Origi- I need. 
the original yeah. prequels and the original trilogy, George Lucas films. Um, yeah, that that's where I draw the line. Anything after that, I don't, I don't consider even. Existing. I mean, I love the extended universe, as such as it was. So sort of like back, Animatrix. Yeah, back when back when George owned everything, he 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 said, okay, you can do the extended, you can make stories and and create stories around Star Wars, but you can't change anything that happened. It's already happened. Yeah, exactly. You can expound that you can go before and you can go after, but you can't change you go, anything. You can in go the sideways. Yeah. Um, and Disney um basically tried to do way too much. They tried to please everybody and it failed yeah. miserably. They, mar- they wanted market share is what they wanted. They um, wanted to appeal to as many people. Uh, as a broader audience as they could to get as many dollars out of your wallet as they could. I mean, they took, uh, they combined what was going on, you know, and of course George Lucas got mad because he wasn't consulted, which they gave you a billion dollars, dude. You, you. and he sold it. So that's kind of what you get when you sell your property. It's like if I sell my house and I don't like the way the neighbor does the lawn, I can't go over there and landscape his land for him. I mean, that, you know, even though I might have some sentimental attachment, um, it's not my house anymore. I mean, you know. And it and, and people are eating it up and it's grown by leaps and bounds and he will forever be kicking himself as far as I'm concerned because he could have made that about 20 times over. <laughs> If he'd have just stuck with, I mean, I understand he wanted other people to tell. At the time, I was like, okay, he's like, it's time for other people to tell tell Star Wars stories. Fine, that's good. I'm, I was excited to see what they were going to do. And the first, but two, not the, Disney though. That I mean, the first, so yeah, the first film that they put out. It's like okay. I mean, I understand one of the most beloved characters that's ever that everybody loves has to die. I can live with that. It's no big deal. Which character is that? It was Han Solo. Oh. Um. Yeah. Um. Well, it made sense because basically what they're doing, what they did, what they did was it takes place like so many years after. Um, the destruction of the Death Star, which is kind of what follows, and everybody's older, and Mark Hamill isn't even in the film for the most part. I think he shows so up Mark, at the very, very end. And Mark um, Hamlin is uh, Luke Skywalker. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm starting um, Luke because I haven't. Yeah, you know, I'm um, no longer a they, fan. They, they so. introduced 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 all these new characters. You had a few people that people that you recognized, like Chewbacca, and mm. and but most of it was centered around all these new people mm-hmm. that nobody knew. Mm-hmm. And okay, the first two films, you're like okay. I mean, I didn't care for the second one at all. Um. But then they just went nuts and just started making all these. I mean, they they combined the fan fiction with 
and they just made it this big giant mess. And all the all the fans, there's still fans out there that go, "Oh, I can't wait for the next Star Wars," but it's 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 god awful. And they quit making the movies and started focusing on television. Television is making them making them money for Star Wars now, not the movies. Um, which you gotta you gotta subscribe to a streaming service to get access to. Um, mm-hmm. which was a smart idea for Disney, but I mean, do you really want to pay? People think, oh, I could just I I get my streaming services and I don't have to pay for cable. Yeah, you do. You're just replacing it with. The hundred dollars you were spending on the cable, you're now spending on streaming services. Mm-hmm. Because by the time you connect, you combine um, Hulu, Disney Plus, <laughs> all these different services, you're paying. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell y'all a little secret, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as streaming services go. Now, I've got a plan to be out of my parents' house. Within a couple of years, God willing, and everything goes right. Okay. And I've asked myself, do I want to subscribe to cable or satellite TV when I don't watch TV? You know, and I'm thinking to myself, well, how am I going to? I'm going to definitely need internet. I mean, that's double. So I'm thinking, you know, I don't have Netflix anymore. I do have Amazon Prime, which I don't have Prime for the content. I have Prime for what its original purpose was for was the two day free shipping. Um, and I just welcome the content as a side bonus because, you know, um, I just feel that's great. To me, that's great value. You know, hundred something dollars a year, and I get all this music and movies and stuff plus the two day free shipping. Now, regardless whether or not they have anything I want to watch, I still have value there. Which I have no value with Netflix because they're not providing me with anything I feel worthy of paying for. Okay, and we had that discussion on a previous show a while back, and uh, where I told you just you know right in the middle of the show I was like, look up a movie, Silver Bullet. Is it there? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean you know. So um, I was kind of thinking when I am. In my own house And I'm kind of thinking uh, How I'm going to approach my entertainment uh, Besides my record collection Obviously um, How am I going to set that up And then I realized something Okay I have all this content over here on Prime Okay that's going to be there no matter what Because I need the two day free shipping I order most of my stuff uh, As a non-driving individual I order most of my stuff off the internet So the two day free shipping Hella convenient for me. Um, even though I don't always use it, but it's hella convenient. So I, that's going to be there. Okay, cool. Um, then I then I started figuring out, you know, because I watch a lot of movies on YouTube. Okay, not many people know this, but YouTube has a shit ton of movies. Okay, like legit movies. And uh, you can rent them if you want to, which I don't. Or you can watch them free with ads. Okay. Now I discovered this quite by accident, but the browser I use on my desktop and on my phone, Brave, uh, yeah, um, automatically strips ads out of everything, including these free YouTube movies. 
So I've got access to a shit ton of movies on YouTube that are free, legitimately free, and I don't ever see the ads for them. So I'm thinking, you know, that's pretty good. Um, that's that's pretty pretty good content for me. I mean. Of course, by that time, I'll have a Blu-ray player and I'll start back collecting Blu-ray movies like you do. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as streaming stuff goes, between Prime membership and the free YouTube movies, um, I don't really think I'll miss out on a whole lot. I mean, I mean, yeah, know. I mean, I what I what I thought about was okay, like you, something comes out and you and you. Kind of in order to be in the know, you know, if there's something interesting that you might want to be interested, that you might like, like, um, we're not going to talk about this now too much because you haven't read the book yet. But, um, here we go. But, uh, like Cobra Kai, you and I are like, oh, that's that's a pretty cool, you're like, that's an awesome show. Okay, that's only available on Netflix. Yeah. So, um, I know people that like that they will subscribe for a couple of months to keep to, to to watch the show that they're interested in, and then they'll just drop it. Which I was kind of like, that's kind of stupid. I mean, it's only seven bucks a month. What's the big deal? Um, I mean, I understand if you don't watch it. Like we've we had Hulu in he, around here for a while. And I just got tired of it. I'm like, nobody's watching it. I only watch Netflix if I watch streaming at all. Because um, it really doesn't bother me. I, I don't. Because um, TV has just become, I just turn it on for background noise or just something to turn my brain off for a minute. Or, you know, something like that. Um, I watch old episodes of NCIS or something like that. Uh, Prime, every once in a while I'll find a movie that I'm, oh, I haven't seen that before. That's cool. It has to be something like I'm an actor that I'm interested in or something like that. But uh, I pretty pretty much discovered for a couple of years, I was like, I don't need all this physical physical stuff. You know, I've got streaming. I got rid of all my books because I could, I could just have my iPad and I can read all the books I want. Little did I know, you know, couple of years later well i miss having my cds i got mm-hmm. rid of all me all my cds and went digital yeah um so and then well all the music that i want is not available on streaming now how now how no matter how hard i try anything i want is not necessarily available and netflix is no exception like you say look up a movie mm-hmm. is it there no Mm-hmm. Um, there have always been alternative ways to get things that a lot of people. Well, a lot talk of people. T- a lot of people have told me, "Well, why don't you just get the Blu-ray service uh, with Netflix?" Okay, and that's like triple the monthly cost. They're already raising the cost on my streaming only. I rem- remember the promise of Netflix streaming eight dollars a month. You know, uh, oh, it's going to go. It's gonna go back down that to that, but you're gonna have to pay. You're gonna have to watch ads now. They're testing that shit. I'm like, that's stupid. 
not watching ads. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> YouTube got us back in the day before they did ads. YouTube and Netflix. Fucking Netflix. I blame Netflix on this too. Um, no ads. I'm not. Look, man, I'm not paying anything if I have to watch ads. I'm not giving you one flipping dollar if I have to watch an ad. You're not double dipping out of my pocket. You're getting the money for the ad and you're getting the money for me too. No, pick one. You either get the money from me and I don't have to see the, the stupid ads, or you get money from the ads and you let me watch it for free. Which I think a lot of both. it I think a lot of it also became because because you'll notice with Netflix, they don't have the movie selection that they used to have because they can't get the content licensing deals. That's an excuse. I think. It's an excuse, yes. But you notice a lot of their stuff is, okay, original content. Okay, well, yeah, and that's what they want to push. Yeah. Stop and think about it, okay? If I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a, um, if I'm a license hold, holder, okay, and I'm holding license for content, okay? Um, wouldn't I want my content to be licensed? Why would I not want Netflix to license my stuff? You know, yeah, I want a good price for it, but at the end of the day, I want that licensing fee no matter what the fee is because if nobody's licensing it, I'm not generating any revenue off off the expense and investment I have in these licenses. You know what I mean? Yep. So I, I think I think yeah. the licensing excuse is, is a cop-out. Well, I mean, it also it also because they're they generate money on how many subscribers they generate each month. New subscribers. They don't make any Good. money off the, they don't make any money as much money off the cur of the people that stick around, right? Why why not? They're raising my prices. Yeah. Because they're I've not been getting net, I've been because they're not getting because they're I've not getting that constant influx. Never mind, go ahead. They're not getting that constant influx of new people, and they're trying to create all this content. And, uh, you know, it, it was bound to happen sooner or later when everybody jumped into the streaming game, and Netflix is no longer in the only game in town. Because they had a pretty good hold there for a couple of years, right? Um, Let's see, Disney jumped in. Amazon jumped in. Um, there's like a crap ton of new services now. There's even services. All you got to do is download an app um, like Tubi. Um, you can watch. There's all kinds of movies and stuff on these services that for the most part are ad free. Sometimes you got to watch ads. Uh, but you don't have to pay for the app. You don't have to pay anything. You just download it on your device, whatever device you have to be, and you can, you have access to all kinds of movies and stuff. Um, they're in built into all these players and everything. So all of a sudden, Netflix has got tons of competition that they didn't have before. So, yeah, it, it was going to get crowded eventually, and it did. But to bring this back around to books... Um, as far as comics are concerned, there are two schools here. As far as books and movies, 
Marvel is king. DC is like a redheaded stepchild. Marvel beats the shit out of DC every every damn time. DC is lucky if they can make, um, you know, one decent Batman movie every couple of years. Um, their book the book sales have been declining for years. Uh, Marvel has a has them beat on the streaming service too because you can download an app on your on your tablet and for a not absorbent fee you can you can read everything Marvel's ever done ever put out you know every story arc every DC does not have that <laughs> not by a long shot <laughs> so ends up DC um, has to do something to create controversy or create their so people you know will pay attention to them so they do stupid crap like Oh, this month let's let's make the Joker pregnant. Um, I don't know if it was an on, part of an ongoing series. I don't know if it was just a, a one-off. You know, I don't know the circumstances by which. But and 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 it's it's part of the woke. Oh, you men can get. I don't know who invented that con. Who told somebody? Who told somebody? Who told somebody? Men can get pregnant. Eh, wrong. <laughs> it's it's not biologically possible. It can happen in the comics, but physic. I mean, it's a comic book. They'll change. It changes every five minutes. As much as, I mean, I can understand why you were disgusted about it. Because it's just like, why? What, what what purpose does this serve? Um. And uh, it, it's it's just controversy sells, creates sales, which is which the which is all they're going for. Disney will do it in a heartbeat with Marvel, whatever they can get away. And it, and it, it wouldn't be the first time anybody's done this, because you can get a lot away with a lot more now than you used to could. Um, they're not as strict about things, and I mean people. I would wager to guess that most people don't even know that book even exists. True hardcore comic fans, they'll take, they'll look at it and they'll be like, "eh, that's interesting," but because they don't have an audience that they used to have, they've got an audience for the movies. They don't have an audience for the books. Comic sales, physical comic sales, have dropped like a rock. It's all about the money in the end. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That was uh, a good little stretch there. Yeah, we kind of went off on a tangent there, but... Uh, yeah. You did. You really did. You you um, went off on a deep tangent. Um, but yeah. the, the, I they, couldn't even they, get a word in edgewise, man. Uh, well, I my, so. my, I apologize, <laughs> but uh, we were talking about... They did this. They explored this. Man, it was movie. like a freight train, man. I started talking. He was running me over no matter what, man. He was. You were on a roll, boy. 
they were they've explored they explored this in a movie and i remember you and i talking about this yesterday you're like oh no you mean twins because we're talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito yeah well we we talked about this already on junior and uh yeah i'm like no it's this is a totally different movie twins was made what the early 90s late 80s something like that um this was made in 94 and it's a comedy and it's funny but i don't remember i don't see people you know bringing it up and saying oh this anybody remember this i mean um you haven't seen the movie so i don't how much how much do you want me to you don't want to watch this movie or you want to watch this movie what you want to watch Junior or you don't want to watch Junior? No, I've done said I'm not watching it. Okay. Um, okay, well, uh, which one do you think, in this story, which one of these men do you think carries the kid? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Exactly. Because Danny, could you imagine Danny DeVito? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it's 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 more, it's it's funnier if Arnold carries it, <laughs> and it's it's through medical science too because it's like it, it, basically they create some kind of serum and then like take this and put it in you know and it's uh it it just it, it's it's funny. This was dear. This was in the same time as he was doing Kindergarten Cop and all this other stuff. Um, but who knew? All these years later, nobody's bringing like, hey, didn't they try this in a movie? It didn't work. <laughs> um, so it just it was funny back then. Now it's not very. It's not very funny. Nothing. Nothing is funny as it used to be. I mean, you can't even make a joke anymore without somebody getting offended. Um, well, somebody feels like it's their job to get offended on everything. You know, it's like they're looking for something to get offended over. I mean, look at what's happening. And my philosophy is if you live in a country where Aunt Jemima pisses you off, then you're doing pretty good. I mean, yeah, when her, when her family... The, the, Protest. Her, descent, her descendants is like no, we <laughs> like we're yeah, not they're offended actually, by this. Her, yeah, they're actually um, they're actually still getting mm-hmm. they're getting revenue. Mm-hmm. I mean, know? it's part of our it's part of our history. It's not going anywhere. Now, how, no matter how much you shove it under the rug. And I don't, you know, I don't even see, I was never, I never thought twice about Aunt Jemima. Me either. And I never looked at that bottle and made any kind of racist judgment at all. It just, to me, represented the the person who came up with the uh, the pancake recipe or the syrup, you, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it had uh, to be a woke person that did this, right? Who, who got offended. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just we we live in different times, and uh, it's I've accepted and and you've heard me talk about this in previous shows, man. 
Um, I don't have any sympathy for our young people, the Zoomers and the fucking millennials. I don't have any sympathy for them. I don't, I don't feel sorry for them. I've accepted the fact that I'm the old dude and I'm the get off the lawn guy. And, and I'm okay with that. It, it, I fit that character pretty good. I mean, you know. Yeah, well, um, I warned you about this years ago, man. Well, I'm generally it. a happy person. It's just when no, I can when, see it coming. I can see it coming. You know, I made I made a comment on Facebook a while back that got a lot of attention, more than I thought it would. You know, where I said, you know, anybody under thirty sounds like Charlie's Charlie Brown's teacher to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I call it and, that when I'm like it. And I'm like, I'm like, thank you, because that I have validation on that because um. Because really, I, it's not the language I don't understand. It's their it's their reasoning. It's the logic behind what they're saying. They don't. They make no logic. sense. They don't. Yeah, they they don't make any sense, man. And it's like, that's, that pisses me off because you know, the one thing today that you that the the one thing today that we should all have in common is we should be smarter than the generation that came behind us because we have access to so much freaking up, but they're dumber. They're not smarter. They're dumber. Yeah. You know, I, I don't I, understand. All you got to do is is pose two questions to your average millennial mm, or okay. Zoomer. Two questions, okay. and, it, and it, will, it will cause their brain to short circuit. Okay, I'm listening. It is basically, um, why is Donald Trump racist? Because they fixated on Donald Trump. Okay, all right. I wouldn't have brought that up to millennials. And, 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 and they would have said, and and they would have said, uh, and they said, because and they would have said, because he's racist. Okay, why? Their brain will seize up and they cannot function because they cannot answer that question. They can't. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was the second question? Why? Why oh, is yeah. he? Yeah. Why? Yeah. What well, was the first question then? Why is Donald Trump racist? Or that's, yeah. that's the same question. Or you said two questions. I mean, wh- no. First question is what's wrong with Donald Trump? Okay. Second question is the, the answer to that question. Their typical answer <laughs> to that question is he's he's racist. Okay. Okay. Why? What makes him that way? Hmm. Yeah, they, they they can't. Um, if you want to see, um, if if they go to get a job and they're like, okay, well, I don't want to work here because such and such person is racist, or, or their policies. Okay, why? What makes the policies right? They can't answer that question. It's too hard. They won't let us. But do yeah, stuff. yeah. But yeah. I'm I'm. I take that's political, okay? Yeah, yeah people are going to have their political, but I'm talking about just in everyday life, just walking around since. Well, yeah, I mean, I see it on day. I mean, I work in an environment where you got people that walk in a room, and I've said this a million times, I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. When you walk in a room and you got choices and you can't make a choice, a simple choice mm-hmm. which one that you have to turn around and ask somebody which one 
can I go in? That basically tells me that you are incapable of making any decision because it's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is choose, but that's too hard. Um, and I think I was one of my customers or some, not one of my customers, somebody brought it up to me the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact, or day before yesterday. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about when we were kids, when your mom took you out clothes shopping. Okay. You know, <laughs> you, 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 your mom gave you a piece of clothing and you put it on. If you, if it fit, that's what you wore. Well, she held it up to me. Yeah. She held it. She held the shirt. Put your arms out. You put your arms out. And then she'd line the sleeves up and the length and everything. Or, you know, pull your shirt up. And then she'd take the pants and put them up against your waist. You know. Um, yeah. And you went home and you tried on the clothes. If they didn't fit, you brought them back. She'd take them back. Yeah. Keep yeah. Th- don't take the tags off. No. That does not. <laughs> That does not happen anymore whatsoever. I cannot tell you, and and I know adults. I've watched adults do this crap. It's like, yeah, you walk in a room. You're like, which one gonna? Not only I can't make decide which room I want to go in, but okay, I have to bring like half the rack because I don't know what size I am. <laughs> I don't think it's so much the customer's fault. Um. Well, no, I think it's... I think that, that, that I think what happened is like different brands of shoes size their shit differently. Mm-hmm. So I may I can, I may I can wear... follow that logic. Go ahead. I can follow that logic to a certain point, but basically, because of our the way our society is structured now, we have too many choices. There's there's too many. Um, avenues that you can go down and we, and we can't you know everything we want everything now because of the internet instantaneous I gotta have it gotta have it now 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 we have no patience especially our young people they have absolutely no patience Um. so that's this is the society it breeds it's a blessing and a curse I mean, you gave them access to everything, but you gave them access to too much, right? I don't know. Um, Letting kids have cell phones, I think, was a big problem. Or a tablet. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. mobile mobile devices in kids' hands started the ball rolling. Um, I'm not so sure... Now, I understand as a parent, you know, my kid was in high school band. And a lot of times, you know, um, there there were situations he would be in in high school. It just made sense where he had a phone. It's like, you know, um, I don't drive, so I wasn't able to drive to a lot of locations. You know, I did escort on the bus, you know. To a lot of the location. I only missed like one game in his whole high school career. I'm very proud of that. Um, well, okay. Well, if you're going to give him a phone, why give him a why give him a full smartphone? Give him a flip phone. That that's a consideration. 
you know, that that is something. And have them earn their own minutes, like a prepaid type situation or a pay-as-you-go type situation. Um, I, I don't really feel like my situation, I think that contributed. I think I felt, um, well, not me necessarily, but I think, uh, I think my son fell victim to being introduced to technology too soon. Um, there were things um, I would, looking back on it now, I wouldn't let him, because I trusted him, and I thought that, well, since I was in the, you know, I was in the IT industry, I I could be a little more aware of what was going on in his life and trusted him to teach him. Looking back on it now, he wouldn't have his own computer. So, you know, in fact, he wouldn't have his own computer until he was able to buy one. If it was, if I had, if I had to do it all over again, there'd be a computer. It could be his, but it would be in a public space. I wouldn't let it have, I wouldn't let him have a computer in his own space. That's a big regret of mine. Because a lot of his negative attitude, a lot of the fantasy shit that he lives in to this day was him in his room by himself, plugged into an internet with no boundaries. And uh, like I said, I trusted him because of who I was. I felt like I could teach him and him follow, you know, follow that that precedent or that methodology. But he did. He, succ- he succumbed to peer pressure just like every kid does. And he, you know, what does dad know? I'm going to go to the dark web. I want to become a hacker. You know, that's cool. Um, Which falls into, like, what we were talking about earlier. By that argument, you know, (laughs) censored the internet because you can't trust kids. You can't, you know. You have to be a parent. Like I said, I I own my mistakes. You know, I gave him access to a computer way too early. Um, and it didn't, and and at the time, everything was all gravy. I didn't pay for it as a parent until later, until he was an adult. That's when I paid for it, and I'm paying for it to this day. And that's fine, you know. I mean, you know, you want your kids to grow up and be able to take care. I'm glad he doesn't need me, I'm glad he's not begging me for money. But at the same time, it's like I would I would have loved to still had a relationship with him. I would still like to have him in my life and share some of the successes and failures that, that I'm going through. And I'd like to experience some of his, you know, but it's just not in the cards. And I'm okay with that um, because I know where I went wrong as a parent. That was a big one. That was a huge one. Um, and second of all... Um, it's not up to me to change things. It's up to him. So whenever he's ready to come to me and talk to me about where he went wrong, um, that, that, like I said, I already own where I went wrong. I own it as a parent. I know what I did wrong. I know what I would do over again. I own that. Yeah. And when he's ready to own his responsibility in this whole situation, um, you know, I'll listen, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Kind of okay. He's, yeah, it kind of goes back to when we were when we were kids, you know, I like I don't know about yours, but mine, like everything I looked at, like um music videos for a time were a big no no. <laughs> um uh, I've told this story before. I was watching a Christian 
music video on TV once. My mom walks in the room. Turn that off. What? <laughs> it's it's a Christian. I don't care. Turn it off. Okay. Um, I would go in a store to buy music. My mom <laughs> would walk in. I spent hours in the in the music store, and uh, she'd walk in after I'd been there for a while, and I'd be like, "I want to buy this." Does it have any cuss words in it? It's got all kinds of cuss words. In it. I mean, I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there there's some like okay, I wanted to buy a Journey album once. I forget, I don't even remember which album it was. She goes to far, so far. The, there's a sales salesperson standing right there in the mall, in the store, and she goes, "Does this have any cuss words in it?" And my, the dude's like, oh, "It's Journey, no, not really." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was the kind of world. I mean, the 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 you know, the Simpsons are you know were a big no no. There was all these things that were just we weren't allowed to watch and you know, and, and experience like as opposed to you know, as far as I know, how you grew up, it was like it was no big deal. You watched Richard Pryor as a kid. Yeah, I watched I watched Live on the Sunset Strip with my dad on HBO. Um and you know, my dad was, you know, he's a to this day, I still think Richard Pryor did everything so I didn't have to. You know, I didn't go down the drug route. I didn't go that because well, this happened to Richard and I don't, you know. So yeah, I mean, I some of my family members are like you know, how how can you idolize a drug addict, blah, 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 blah. I was like, because he's human and he made mistakes. And I kind of look at it as he made mistakes so I can learn from his mistakes and not make them myself, you, you know. And Richard Pryor was a deeply, deeply human being. I mean, human being. And look at Bill Cosby, you know. What kind of role model did he turn out to be? You know, at least Richard was honest. And Richard ain't raped nobody. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy. Right? I still I still have trouble with that one. I grew up with the... I mean, you and I... Bill Cosby... Really? Bill Cosby? I still have trouble with that. I did until I read the affidavit that got unsealed. One of his settlements. I was like, yeah. Hmm. Okay. It hurt, but it was true. I mean, he admitted to it. He he admitted to it when he thought nobody would ever see the documents, you know. Um. So I was like, well, damn, you know. But I've always liked Richard Pryor more. Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy were fucking. They're my heroes growing up, as far as comedians go. Whenever whenever Richard Pryor movie came out, I watched it. I was like, oh, fuck, Richard Pryor, man. It was just, you know, that's just the way it was. And, you know, my parents really knew that I wasn't a troublemaker. So if I, li- if I watched a Richard Pryor special, they didn't have to worry about me going to school, repeating the jokes to the teacher. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of shit. So they're pretty flexible with me, especially with music, because my brother was a guitar player. 
And my parents felt like, you know, music is, um, whether you're a fan of it or a creator of it, you know, there shouldn't be any restriction there. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to me, it was like everything up to a certain point in my life was like, okay, what, what's in this? What, you know, <laughs> Uh, I think once you got to be you got to be a teen, we got to be teenagers. It it was like okay, we can get a little more, a little more flexible. But for for a while there, it was uh, it was it was every little thing and every little it, thing. Everything you know, everything now. Like if I'd known then what I you know what I know now, you know, I thank my parents for kind of watching that and looking over my shoulder. What are you doing? You didn't, uh, a whole generation of people didn't do that for their kids and see what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have a special guest in the background, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Uh Do you want to start on the housekeeping section? Or? Yeah, let's let's do that. Um, oh. uh, if y'all like what's going on and, and you like what you're hearing, please support us. There is a QR code on our Facebook page that goes to a cat that goes to Cash App Wallet. It is solely intended for us to better the show. You know. Get get more involved. You know, drop us a line if you hate what we do, if you like what we do. That's what the Facebook page is for. I would prefer to move on. I'm working on that in terms of getting away from Facebook because social media is kind of driving me nuts. Geo's kind of weird. He he wants to do this website, but he well, uh, I'm having he, I'm he, struggling. He, I'm struggling with okay, what do I put here? Because but he won't be, use he won't use one of the many 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 tools out there to make this super easy like Squarespace or WordPress or no because they're too yeah. Squarespace is too daggum expensive. <laughs> well, irregardless, there's free like WordPress is free. You won't you won't fucking you won't touch it, man. I gotta hand code this from scratch, and it's gonna look like a '90s web page, <laughs> and I don't care. <laughs> well, I mean, at the time, I don't. I'm going to put purple neon letters at the top and it's going to be blue hyperlinks. And you can talk, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like. It's not going to have purple hyperlinks. I know that. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. What was the name of that web page you had when we first met each other back in the day? Uh, uh, it was on GeoCities. You called it something, man. You had this purple with the black background. I made fun of you so hard for years. The, the, the vortex? <laughs> yeah, the vortex. Oh, my God. I can't believe you remember. Oh, my God. I used to have, I used to look at that webpage and just shake my head. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, but you, you did it, though. You did it. And I'm proud of you, man. But still... That was, that was the vortex. 
That even sounds 90s. Yes, it's Vortex, and I'm going to put skater pictures on here. And No, uh, I, I wasn't a skater. Why would I do that? It looked like a skater page with all the purple and black. Either that or you, you were emo or something. That was before uh, emo, was, emo was a thing, dude. Emo <laughs> was a thing. It used to be called goth um, back when we were in high school. Oh my god, that I remember I used to have um um bugged him, I think it was. Where I spent a lot of time on the artwork of that website. That was uh I like doing it just for the artistic representation more than the content. The content was about air cooled Volkswagens, but um I spent a lot of time on the aesthetics, man. That website was Oh man, that was crazy. I think that was a Yahoo page, or I don't know. It may, I I looked years ago for it's it. Probably it was, somewhere on the Wayback Machine, man. Uh, Everything's on the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Which my website is probably on there somewhere too. <laughs> I don't know, man, but um, I think it went away with one of those one of those services that that uh, went away, like GeoCities or yeah, which is what my website was originally on. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I just the reason I I kind of looked at it that way was. Which it really never, I really never, a lot of people spent a lot of time on their website and they, they built, you know, had, they, they spent all their time there and, and they, you know, constantly were updating it and stuff. I never got that far because I was too busy. Like, I don't know what to put, like, I could have just, you know, rambled on about, I like movies. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so it just, I, I, and I still to this day feel that way. Um, yeah, uh, I still feel that way because I have so many interests, but I but my my brain goes, nobody be interested in what I have to. Nobody cares about art. Nobody cares about my drawings. Nobody cares about the kind of why, music I'm into. Why? Does, okay, I'm gonna stop you right because even in our private conversation, this is a you always say the same thing. But nobody's gonna care about this. Nobody who cares who cares about it? do it because you like to do it. That should be your your motivation. You're too worried about what other people think or don't think. And that that's a roadblock for you. You know, it's like we were talking earlier about investments and stuff, the roadblocks you put in front of yourself. This is a big one because you pride yourself in being a creative person, but it hinges on whether somebody else likes what you do or not. And I, I'm not like that. If I'm a create, like if I used to, I used to take art every year in high school. Okay. And a lot of the other students considered me a great artist. Um, that's questionable. Um, I, I won like several art competitions and this, that, and other thing. Um, so a lot, a lot of my, some of my work's hanging up now. My mom won't fucking put it in or she won't. She swears that, that it, you know, it's got to hang. But as an artist, I never did anything 
to impress anybody else. I did what I wanted to do as an art, even when Mrs. Hollingsworth, my favorite art teacher, she would give you these constraints. Okay, paint within these constraints. Use this color palette, paint this still life. You know, I would paint outside of those constraints. And the art in her mind was so good that she couldn't ignore it. She was like, I have to enter this, even though you didn't follow my rules. I've got to enter this into, you know, into whatever contest was because it is, you know, it is a really good piece of art. I didn't paint it to go into a contest. I painted it because I didn't like the confines she put me in. I painted outside of those confines. And um, you're always concerned about what somebody thinks. That's a common thing that keeps coming up. Well, nobody's going to care about this. Well, who cares about that? Or who, you know... Yeah, who does care? You should care. And that's the only person that should care. And this goes for our audience, too. I mean, you know, I know I'm talking to you right now, but that you are so preoccupied with what people think of you that it's hindering your progress in life. Well, that's because oh, most, of, most of my life, people have always made comments, and they make me, make me uncomfortable. Especially Ignore when they're, the comments. If there's somebody close to you. So, well, they're not doing better than you are. Okay, so you you you're not you're not drawing a tree. You don't want to draw a tree. Big deal. But can the person criticizing you for not drawing that tree? Can she draw anything or he draw anything better than you? Can they do it better? Um, no. But you know, it's... well, you shouldn't listen to anybody that's not doing better than you are. I don't care who they are. Yes, sir. I'm just trying to give you some life advice here, and hopefully our audience, you know, it rubs off on our audience, too. You know. Well, the older I get, the more I, the, the less of a fuck I give about. Well, you still care. I still you're care not gonna, to a certain You're not going to. You're not going to post any of your artwork because, you know, well, who's going to like this? Nobody's going to like this. Why bother? Blah, 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 blah. So, well, I mean, not to. No, I'm not. And I'm not trying to criticize you because we all have hangups, man. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to encourage you. I want to see your work out. It's like, you know, you being a vocalist, you know, you, you branch. I've heard you sing when you know when you think nobody's listening. That's when you were most confident. You know, you didn't think anybody was listening. You could totally be yourself. You weren't worried about what people were thinking of you, and it came out just fine. Ever since then, it's like, well, I won't be all self-conscious because what if somebody criticized me, or what if they don't like how I sound, or and it's just sad because you are full of talent and you're you're your own roadblock. And lives are like that. That's the only reason I'm bringing it up on the show. Because there's a lot of it. And me too. But I came to a point where I went over the threshold. I went over Niagara Falls of I don't give a fucks. And when I did that, I felt liberated. I felt like, oh my God, this weight is off of me. I no longer care about anything else other than my goals and my happiness and what, what moves me forward. And if more of us can do that, instead of worrying about an Aunt Mama bottle or, you know, the Joker being pregnant, uh, 
Um, I just think the world would be a better place, man. You know. Yeah. So if you like stuff like this, <laughs> uh, yeah, please, please, please contribute. To the, to, what to a our... segue, man! Oh, this dude went right into it. Man. I, I've, I've, I, um, so yeah, if you just please support us, uh, Facebook.com/slash/geek-versus-geek. Oh shit. Um. <gasps> yeah, and that takes care of housekeeping. What else you got, man? Um. Uh, I really don't have anything. Um, I wanted to. Nah, I think we covered. Damn, we covered everything I want to talk about anyway. I think so. All right. Having said that, I'm Bug. And I'm Geo. And we will catch y'all next week. Later. Gator. <laughs>